Hi, and welcome to Hack the Net, where every week we yell our questionable expertise into the yawning void of the internet. I'm Matt Heron. It's-a me, Jeff. Hi, I'm Louisa Heron. Very good. We did it. Yep. I keep on wanting to do, like, a scary version of my name, like it's Halloween, <laughs> even though it's still July. <laughs> bat scaring. Uh, yeah, would it be that, which we've come up with literally every year? For you? Yeah, I was maybe Black Cat Scarin', is that anything? <laughs> too many steps to get there, do, I think. Do you have a middle name? I can't remember. I do not know. Okay, so we can't do that. Louisa, do you what have about- a middle name or also no? no. Is that just the no. thing that they don't, that British people don't do? We some British people do it, but <laughs> some don't. Hmm. Yeah, you know how people develop weird ideas about how names should be like i once worked with a woman who said that none of her family had any uh none of her siblings had names vowels with, in their names letters that would extend below the line of uh text like Whoa. a j or a g because <gasps> her father thought that looked terrible oh weird yeah but you know weird stuff like that there's this idea that having middle names is something that's, like, low class because you would need it because you have so many family members. There's oh. a bunch of people with your same name. It's anti-Irish Catholic racism? Kind of. So there's that, yeah. yeah. That's why. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, I think that the main reason is because our mother's middle name is the worst middle name that anyone has ever had in history. And she's <laughs> like, I'm not giving my children middle names after this. Is it? Is, it a, is it a slur? No, it's just... <laughs> How can it be a slur? It could! <laughs> I don't know. I don't know when your mom was born. It was definitely long enough ago that people still said slurs like in public and where oh, everyone man. was okay with it, except the marginalized people. Yep. Uh, no, we don't need to go into it, but it's one of those old-timey names that is so bad that it must be a joke. Mm. No, I feel like we have to say it now, because we're building it up like it's something I can. So I can bleep it out. <laughs> <laughs> that will make it seem a hundred times worse. Yeah, don't do that. <laughs> uh, our mother's middle name is Petronella. I like that. It's like the 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 evil stepmother in a Disney cartoon's name. <laughs> yeah, that's true. It is. It reminds me of the mosquito candles, Citronella. <laughs> uh, I like that you name. didn't you didn't specify if it was anti mosquito <laughs> or pro mosquito. I you know can't be sure. Yeah. <laughs> Uh-huh. <sighs> Matt, what'd you do this week? As you burn it down. Oh god, oh lower god. And lower, oh god, what's happening? Everyone's release yelling. mosquitoes out of the wax as uh-huh. they burn down. That'd be okay. pretty bad, huh? There we go. I mean they would be dead. <laughs> uh they're eggs and the heat of the candle hatches them. <laughs> That's d- not how anything works. <laughs> A bunch of nymphs just floating around in your melted wax. <laughs> yeah, what <laughs> cooked alive. Yeah. Captured anyway, captured on, in hard amber. It wasn't about a mosquito candle that releases mosquitoes. What if it was a candle that floated on a small pool of water, like a tea light? Yeah, and the mosquitoes yes. laid their eggs in the water. Yep. Yep. There we go. Mm, we yes. did it. Can- oh, candle okay. on the water. Is that a thing from a Disney cartoon, maybe? Uh, seems to me you lived your life like a candle in no, the water. No, that's in the wind. Uh. <laughs> uh, I mean, uh, being a candle in the water would be just as uh, haphazard and dangerous as being a candle in the wind. And being a candle on the water, you probably would be in the wind a lot because the water doesn't have all the bumps and crags to break up wind patterns, mm. which sure. is why you can sail. That's why sailing works. Does it? Mm, what if I become a truther about how sailing isn't real? <laughs> Sailboats yeah, are fake. Was never a thing. Uh, <laughs> God, that's going to be another thing that starts happening as time goes on, right? Because like we're, we already uh, have breached the topic of. Uh, People going viral on TikTok because they don't believe in Helen Keller. Yeah, did you see the? Th- I mean, there. I think it was a joke, but the thing about people saying birds aren't real. Yeah, that is yeah. Uh, that started as a joke, and now I think there's some people who have decided that it is real. People, I don't want to. I don't want to spread uh, like evil into the world. But if somebody could create a conspiracy theory that like drinking bleach wouldn't hurt you. 
Yeah. We could really get rid of a lot of these people who don't believe in reality. Matt, we tried to do that. Yeah, you just have to dilute it enough. I thought people were literally doing it. Yeah, the, like, the president went on TV and said you have to inject bleach to cure yourself of coronavirus, like, a year ago. Do you not remember this, Matt? I do, and several people did die because of that. Which is not funny. (laughs) Isn't it, though? (laughs) But... Uh, I, seriously, guys. Other people didn't pick it up enough for it to be an owning the libs thing. And I'm just saying, if we, if somebody went out and said you could really own the libs by, like, you know, ingesting arsenic every day or whatever, that would be pretty funny. Listen, we almost tricked them into thinking that it would really own the libs to murder Mike Pence in the, uh, (laughs) in public. Like, I think we could maybe get them to do this. Yeah, well... I just don't think, like, we have that much control over it. It needs to sort of be, uh, like, very carefully crafted by Twitter trends. I do appreciate that a lot of the Twitter trends this past week were people telling right-wing lunatics to fuck themselves. (laughs) Like that guy in Montana who yelled at Tucker Carlson, and the woman who called into that radio show to yell at Rand Paul. Oh, God. If I saw Rand Paul, I would absolutely punch him in the face, no question asked. Yeah, I, uh, there was, there's a guy who's been winning on Jeopardy all week, uh, who really bothers me for many reasons, and one of the things about him that bothers me is his haircut, and I couldn't figure out why until I realized that he has the exact same haircut as Rand Paul. Mm. Did you see that wet poodle haircut? <laughs> yes. Yes. Okay, yeah. Sort of like <laughs> if, of. if Judge Doom <clears throat> let his hair grow out a little bit. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> Not longer, I mean, but, like, to fill more of his head. Have you guys seen this guy on Jeopardy? No. no. He has clearly trained himself to the point where he just says the word what's before every answer. Oh, so I heard people doesn't. talking about this and how stupid it is. so fucking annoying. He'll be like, what's apples? Or, like, what's Weird Al Yankovic? And it's like... That's a who! <laughs> yeah. And say who is! That's... What the fuck is wrong with you? I wonder if... I fucking hate this guy. He is my <laughs> least favorite Jeopardy contestant, maybe ever, and he's I like hate him. He's like the speedrunners. Like, I'm not gonna enjoy the game at all. I'm just gonna do it as fast as I can. So he's not gonna enjoy the spirit of Jeopardy that it's questions instead of answers. Haha, yep. he's just gonna say the thing to legally make it a question. Yep, exactly. <laughs> Ugh, he's the worst. I wonder if they'll change the Jeopardy rules to make that illegal. Oh, that would be so good. (laughs) But this is the kind of shit that Jeopardy loves, though. Like, in the same way that everyone was like, oh, yeah, we need to encourage players to do more of this James Holtzauer shit. He also sucked. He was terrible to watch. I don't know why everyone liked him. Yeah. Fuck that guy. He was the, the guy who just, like, always picked the highest value questions in, like, and jumped around the categories and was really annoying. Yeah, that. he did. He did the forest bounce, which was which is like an old Jeopardy technique from the eighties. I hate it. It's not um, sporting. It's not sporting or fun to watch at all. Uh, but he also did stuff like uh, you know game theory, betting values, and stuff like that for yeah. daily doubles and everything, which is also fine. At, like it's fine. I don't hate him like I hate this current guy, but I do think that it's wild how many contestants that go on Jeopardy now are like, yeah, my hero is James Holtzauer, or, like, do the hand gestures that he did, Blech. and it's like, why do you like this guy? <laughs> He's, well, why he do is... people like Elon Musk? People love dirtbags. Yeah, ugh. I think it's just, like, you hear a guy describe how he's cool... And then do no other research into it and just take him at his word that he's very cool? I guess part of it is that I'm very baffled at the idea that anyone still thinks that someone saying that their job is professional poker player and think that that's a cool thing and not the world's dorkiest profession. Oh, no, Matt. People do think it's cool, though. That is pretty cool. But why? It's it not sucks cool, so bad. <laughs> I know that, like, I would, if I ever met a professional poker player, I, my bullying instincts would, like, go into overdrive. But also, <laughs> playing cards is something cowboys do in movies. Uh, yeah, but what, but what professional poker players are doing is the same nerd 
shit that uh, successful hedge hedge fund managers do, which is just figure those out are, how numbers work. Those are also cool people. Louisa. No, <laughs> what are you saying? I don't also, Jeff, say that, Jeff. I don't Jeff, we like. We were them. in a theater troupe with a professional, with a person who is now a professional poker player <laughs> in college. Just so you know. <laughs> oh man, now I want to try and guess who it was because. <laughs> Boy, I feel like I would uh, guess ten people and not be right. <laughs> That's quite possible. Yes, um, I, 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 I don't think hedge fund managers are cool or good, but the world in general kind of does because they make a lot of money and have sunglasses and suits. Like the problem, the problem is that all people who write media are hacks, and so they are always like. Well, we need to come up with a profession for this person that means they never are worrying about money, but have infinite free time to do stuff. I I know, we'll make them extremely wealthy because of, like, banking practices or whatever, and then that yeah. becomes the thing we think of as, like, a cool yeah. person. It's because they want to avoid the screenwriter's trap of uh, making the person obviously a metaphor for being a writer. Yes. Or just the making them is- a writer. It's the same thing as speedrunning a game, where you're like, wow, yeah, this person who didn't enjoy the game at all, but they did it so fast, that's so cool. People are just impressed are, by terrible shit. Are we caught in a loop, or did Louisa just compare two things to speedrunning a game in the last, like, I did! This came back perfectly! <laughs> Have you been watching... This is exactly why! <laughs> you been watching Summer Games go, uh, Done Quick reruns? <laughs> I've never watched that, and I never will. Why would I enjoy that? <laughs> what would be good about that? Uh, it depends on the game. Fun. Uh, yeah. You guys are uh, game-pilled. <laughs> <laughs> Accurate. Uh, it's true. I, I think that all games should be subservient to men. Mm-hmm. Um, when uh, Morpheus presented me with the red, plu- red pill and the blue pill, I picked up a Super Nintendo controller and beat Mario in seven seconds. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Rip to your friends, but I'm different. <laughs> Yeah, I don't care about the Matrix as long as I can play Super Nintendo, I said to him, and then flipped him the bird. And then he's like, well, actually, the Matrix is a lot like, and then you had already walked away. (laughs) (laughs) I was already playing Super Nintendo in the other room. Mm -hmm. Uh, Anyway, Jeff, what did you do this week? Oh, God. Did I already talk uh, last week about breaking my arm? Yes. Yes. Okay. Uh, That's still mostly what I've been up to. Uh, (laughs) I went to... An event called Emo Night Karaoke the other day. Um, oh god! Which was live live <laughs> band karaoke uh, with only like early two thousands pop punk and emo songs. Oh my god! This sounds like a nightmare. <laughs> no, I loved it. Um, I the last was there any kind of panics at the disco I, when you were there? Uh huh. Yes, someone did uh, do the their like main one. Did you wear scene kid clothes? Uh, no, I wore, you know, the stuff I usually wear. My hat that says I'd rather be slamming in the back of my Dragula. My button-up <laughs> shirt that's white with a bunch of little coffins on it. Um, Pretty good? Yeah. This is scene kid clothes, almost. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I wasn't wearing, like, skinny jeans and a small t-shirt that said Black Veil Brides on it or anything. If you'd just worn a stringy black wig, I think it could have worked. Yeah. Nope, I went bald. Uh, Ooh! You should. What you should have done is comb all your beard forward so it covers as much as you cover your face as possible. <laughs> oh man, a real cousin it. <laughs> comb, comb my beard all to one side and dye green stripes into it. Yeah, exactly. Was cousin it the most scenester of the Adams family? Uh, he did wear that fedora though. Mm. Cousin, I feel like it, Wednesday Adams could have fit right into scene kid culture with. Oh, no for changes. sure. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's probably Wednesday true. Adams is the first goth. <clears throat> Um, is there a band? Is there a emo band named Wednesday Adams? Because if not, it seems there you go. Seems likely, right? <clears throat> they, there's a band called Veruca Salt before there's a band called Wednesday Adams. Not in my America. <laughs> <laughs> this is you're making uh, Gen X memes now. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh-huh. Okay, I I had to see which one Veruca Salt was, because I don't remember Willy Wonka very well. Yes, it mm-hmm. makes sense. I think that the whole thing about 90s, like, girl punk was like, hey, you know how girls are, like, bratty and rich? We're like that, but doing it ironically. Mm-hmm. I actually think Veruca Salt is a pretty good band. Yeah, I think pretty much every girl punk band from the 90s is pretty good. <laughs> well, that's a big, that's a big statement you just made there. Listen... I like whole. There's not mm-hmm. a limit to No, hold on. 
poll was extremely good. Fuck, fuck this. <laughs> Louisa, you this you put yourself in the toilet. Hole was amazing. <laughs> yeah, you put the hole that you belong in is the toilet, not the bad hole. You guys just like mean girls who wear dark lipstick and would put a cigarette out on. Yes, them, obviously not yes. Um, no, I I was very into Hole in the 90s as well, and then, like, forgot about them, as the world did, for several decades. But, like, maybe a couple months ago, I listened to the Celebrity Skin album again. That album still rules! It's so good! <laughs> yeah. Uh, I listened to uh, Live Through This, which is Hole's second album, because I put it on a... I made a playlist in May for... Uh, a discord i'm in and the theme was mother's day so i did uh albums by moms uh the first album they released after becoming a mom uh mm. and man live through this pretty goddamn good album especially considering it came out like the week after uh kurt cobain died Ugh. um yeah, anyway, what did I do this week? God. You you were you went to be a scene kid. Right, yes. Uh, I yes. signed up to sing Teenagers by My Chemical Romance, and I think I was about two-thirds of the way down the list, um, based on how many songs were left to choose at the little iPad. Oh, I was going to say, were you the fourth person on the list to choose that song? <laughs> no, uh, they, they had a Google form where any time someone chose a song, it got removed from the choices. Uh, good smart yeah that is good it was a cool way to do it um but then uh they ran out of time because they started Aww. before they did the playlist they did a full album playthrough of tell all your friends by taking back sunday as like i don't know why i think it was because it was maybe their first uh event back since the pandemic they wanted to remind everyone what good music sounds like before well, they, the karaoke people. I mean, I don't know this album. I'm just saying people, oh, professional musicians before the karaoke people got up there. Yeah, no, the karaoke was, the <clears throat> Tell All Your Friends was part of the karaoke. Oh, okay. You said they did it before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They they did it before the, like, normal playlist, but um, mm -hmm. they did the, uh, like, as, as a karaoke full <laughs> album set. Uh, but it was, I don't know, I think live band karaoke is very cool, um, <clears throat> but I wish I had gotten to sing because I stood in that sweaty basement as one of the, like, five people with a mask on for, like, four hours. <laughs> yeah. Um, and- How far did they get, then? Uh, I'm not sure, because they didn't have the list, like, posted or anything. Ah. Uh. Um, I, uh, I don't know, I, I think that this is the same people who I had, uh, was supposed to go to an event of theirs on March 14th, 2020, uh, uh -huh. which was the day after the world fell to darkness. Um, mm. so I, I was like very eager music died. to get back to it. That's right. Yep. Yeah. Uh, um, were there any people there who were very clearly auditioning to be a professional singer? <laughs> Uh, I think there were probably people there who are already in bands and haven't gotten to play a show in a year and a half. Yeah. Um, Ugh, that's the worst part of karaoke. Ooh. I love when a guy gets up and sings a song and he's clearly very, like, scared to sing in front of people because he doesn't have a good voice. And he just tries his best and he sings, like, Sweet Caroline or whatever and the whole bar gets into it. That's the best of karaoke. And the diametric opposite of that <laughs> is when somebody gets up who's clearly rehearsed this song hundreds of times and does their version of it where they've all practiced all the vocal runs and everything. And I just want everyone in the audience to not clap at the end of it because that's what they want. <laughs> yeah, there was no, like, uh, there is definitely no theater kid energy of, like, uh, I was gonna say, Jeff's in New York. He's not in Manhattan, but I feel like there's a higher risk of people who have a job, maybe in like a chorus in a Broadway show, but singing is their dream. Yeah. So they go out and slum it and just do karaoke so people will clap for them a lot. At, <laughs> yeah, I remember I've been to karaoke in New York a couple times, and some places have a whole second book of show tunes. Yes. Oh, God. God. Uh, I would say at, uh, like, karaoke in 
the the village or something like near NYU that is the M Night Shyamalan movie. Yes, um, you go, yeah. you get in a van and go into the woods near Philadelphia. Uh, when you see Bryce Dallas Howard, you know that you're almost there. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the only thing you can sing is the Flintstones theme song. <laughs> yeah, it's the only song that was written <laughs> way back then. Yeah. <laughs> I know that these things aren't related, but I always think about the village in relation to the joke on Mabim Bam where they said, what if the Flintstones was set in modern day (laughs) and just bedrock was like a a caveman time, like theme park where people could come and watch stupid cavemen. I like that. Like that Twilight Zone episode. Yep. Where it turns out Fred Flintstone has a pig face. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Barney Barney Rubble's Hitler. Mm-hmm. Uh, what are we talking about? Oh, uh, I've yeah, I've I've done karaoke in Manhattan where it's like, uh, okay, there's uh, there's definitely like a, a theater vibe to this, and you know, for uh, all of the ups and downs of that, I think if the entire bar is all weird theater people, that can be kind of fun. Uh, it definitely sucked when that happened in New Brunswick, and it was like, there's one weird theater person here, and everyone else is normal. <laughs> yes, uh, so many times. The, the, this is going to perfectly date when I was in college going to karaoke often, but so is many times. I, yes, yes. Okay, so God. many times I went to bars <laughs> and a girl dragged her shitty boyfriend on stage to do the duet of that Wake Me Up Inside song, and she wanted so badly for someone to rush out to the stage when she was done and be like, you're the perfect for to play Eponine and Les Mis, come with me, or whatever. Like, oh my god! <laughs> Find other ways to get validation in your life, god damn it. What I like about that is, yeah, that's a big singing part for the girl, but the guy has to be really committed to do it, right? So yeah. I'm sure there were a lot of not very committed guys that's mumbling. That's all there that. were. <laughs> Because here's the thing, if you're not actively in the band Evanescence and your job is to sing that screaming about Wake Me Up part, mm-hmm. how can you possibly care? Yeah. Here's the this thing. sucks so bad. That guy's not in the band Evanescence. The producers made them add a rapping part to that song. Ugh. Uh, it was originally did not have a rapping part. Mm-hmm. Um... Uh, now, if a girl got up there and sang both parts with equal commitment, I might be into that. Yeah, that would absolutely rule. Um, yeah, I, I thought it was, uh, you know, mostly the people did a, a good job singing, and everybody That's in the good. audience sang along and danced and jumped around, so it was fun. Um, good. Any other... Oh, did anyone sing that song, Jump Around? <laughs> no, I don't think that counts as pop punk or emo. Mm, they're called House of Pain, Jeff. <laughs> yeah, that's okay. Very emo all right, song. all right. <laughs> I'm, I'm with you. Uh, any, any other questions, uh, Louisa from the Times? Um, you didn't have your hand up, but I just assumed <laughs> that you had another question for your newspaper you write for. I paused in case that I did have a question, but no, I don't. Okay. Uh, well, I have a question for you. What did you do this week? Mm. Gotcha journalism. (laughs) That's true. Uh, This week I installed a window air conditioning unit. Have you guys both done that before? Yes. Yes. Many times. I have not. And everything went okay. But oh man. Yeah, there's always that (laughs) moment. There's always that moment where it's just, it's so precariously balanced on the sill that Mm -hmm. you're like, when I let go of this, it will fall into the yard. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, everything was fine. I read the instructions like 50 times. Um, they said, warning, one person cannot do this on their own. It's too heavy. And the unit's only 40 pounds, so I'm not quite sure. I guess they're just covering their asses. That seems crazy, right? Yesterday I was, this is sort of a tangent, but yesterday I was at the grocery store and a woman was buying like a big thing of firewood, which first of all, I don't know why you're doing that in July. I guess maybe fire pits. Anyway. Yeah, it must be. Uh, That's um, when you buy, yeah. it, well, you buy people... it on sale before it gets cold. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. It's like how you, um, you buy shorts in October for next summer. <laughs> uh, but she had this big old bundle of firewood on the like bottom shelf of her chopping cart. I don't know what that thing's called, but yeah. uh, and she like was checking out, and she had to go and find someone to come back and help her lift the firewood up to be able to be reached by the scanner. Which is fine, I get it, but, like, 
how are you going to get that into your car when yeah. you get outside? Like, <laughs> don't buy something that's so heavy you yourself can't lift it. Yeah, I don't understand. Weird. Anyway, Ooh. sorry, that's a tangent. But do you think? No, that's fine. Do you think God is rich enough to buy something that he himself could not lift? To buy something. <laughs> no, don't I think mean, you can't. Really you can't thing. think about it. <laughs> I I forgot to stress oh, this. If yeah, you think about this, thinking. it's going to be very bad <laughs> for you. It will be very painful for you. I feel, <laughs> for me, it was a Tuesday. So I feel not? like sure? <laughs> Jeff. I feel like you could have a very successful right wing radio program called <laughs> "Is God Rich Enough." <laughs> No, send me money and I'll give it to him because I know his secret P.O. box. <laughs> if I eat I your money you and then die, it'll go to God. Yep, God's secret. You you can't take it with you, but I can. I can take it to God. I can take it with me to heaven and give it to God. I promise. <laughs> yep. We've stumbled upon organically the... Uh, uh, medieval concept of buying indulgences, yeah. I think. Which is that is plenary indulgence? Is that what that is? I don't know. Uh, I know I this know is phrase. this is prosperity gospel, right? <laughs> yeah, uh, probably. Before that was called a thing, I think. Anyway, the idea being that you give a valuable gift to the church and they put in a good word for you. Yeah. So, <laughs> if you're giving money to somebody so they can be like, God appreciates what you gave me and he really likes you now. <laughs> this is the same thing, right? Yeah, maybe. I mean, if you were a person who genuinely believed that God loves everyone anyway, and then you were like, give me money and God will love you, like, you're not lying. It's true. You got in there. I wonder, could, holy people after all. Could you yeah. get in trouble in court for grifting people out of money by saying that you're going to give it to God? Does St. Peter count as a court? Mm, that's the court of public opinion, so no, according to my right-wing radio show. <laughs> Yeah, he puts up a poll about everybody when they get mm-hmm. to heaven and sees yeah. what the public opinion says about it. Yeah, them. but if you just scream, this violates my HIPAA rights, then they'll, yeah. they'll let you in. <laughs> you have to say non-aggression pact really loud as you walk through the gates of yeah. heaven. <laughs> so much for the so-called lib- uh, tolerant left, yeah. you say, to St. Peter. Uh, and he's so perplexed by what you've said that you uh, have successfully clipped through the golden gates into heaven. <laughs> and thus, speed run. Yeah, you- <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> Speed run your salvation. <laughs> We're caught in a loop. Oh, it's true. Anyway, I did install this air conditioner. It works great. But, um, I find this thing that happens a lot. If I'm like, I have to do a hardware project of some kind, I'm gonna read about it in the instructions. And if you're doing this for a car, if you're looking up your correct type of car, it's all very standard. It tells you this is how it's gonna be when you get in there, and this is what you do. And you get in there, and it does look like they say, and then you do the thing, and it works like they say it will. But for basically everything else in the entire world, it could be anything, because people just built stuff out of whatever, and nothing's a standard. So... Yeah, I will say, uh, this is tiptoeing into the thing I did this week, but I installed a new graphics card in my computer, mm. and the instructions are like a generic... Uh, book of instructions for all MSI graphics cards. So it's like, if your graphics card has a port here, do this. But if it doesn't, do this other thing. And it's like, just print a different fucking book for each one. <laughs> I know. That drives me crazy when there's like five types of blenders or whatever in your blender mm-hmm. instruction book. And they're like, yep. press this uh, mix button. You might not have a mix button if you have one of these other ones. <laughs> like, well, ugh. Here's the thing that's crazy. Uh, I have an Xbox Series S, which is the Ooh. newest Xbox, but it doesn't have a disc drive, because I'd like to play my games digitally on Xbox. Mm-hmm. Um, and at one point, I was using it to watch TV, and something went wrong uh, where I needed to, like, <laughs> reset the network settings or whatever. Mm-hmm. And the instructions that came with this this box that I bought said, if you have a problem with the memory on your device press and hold the eject button for the disk drive for 30 seconds. And I was like, that is not a button on this thing, you assholes! Did you check? Maybe it has the button, but just no disk drive. (laughs) There's literally no buttons, it's just a white box. (laughs) 
Uh, I didn't realize, I didn't know you had gotten a Series S. That's very cool. Uh, I hear Microsoft has basically, uh, like, co- they, their workaround for piracy is they just let you turn on developer mode, which lets you run homebrew, uh, but you can't run any of your retail stuff if you want. <laughs> yes, that is true. And I am not a fan of hacking my consoles like you are, so I will never do that. But, I mean, I like my Series S. It's great. Um, it's, I don't think it counts as hacking if you can do it for, uh, like, buy with the permission of the company. <laughs> if you buy an indulgence. I almost said if you do it for free, but that doesn't make sense because it absolutely is hacking if All you do it for free. free. That's what my t-shirt says. That's yeah. what my tattoo says. Hack the, hack the planet. Information should be yeah. free. That's what I'm always yeah. saying to my friend Matthew Lillard. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, so my problem with this was all the instructions are like, here's how your window sill is going to look. It's going to be higher on the inside and then like half an inch lower on the outside, which is perfect for the angle you need your air conditioner to be at. Yep. And then I open the window. I'm like, oh, right. Storm windows. So <laughs> what I have is a flat window sill, then like an inch lower uh, trough for the sill where the, all the windows go down. And yep. then a maybe two inch higher metal wall on the outside because of these fucking storm windows. Yep. So now I have a system where I have old encyclopedias underneath my air conditioner between the inside sill and the outside sill, but they're held up by the outside sill so they're not going to fall out and the air conditioner is on top of that to be the correct angle. But apart from that, everything's fine. So... (laughs) Other than that, everything's great. Yeah. yeah, no, I've had to do that many times. So you, did you have to fill in a gap around your little uh, side fins? I did, tape? yeah. There's like a three-inch just open-air space on both sides. Uh, they sent some foam with the air conditioner, not enough. Mm. But then I remembered, oh, I have cotton batting like for filling stuffed animals or pillows. Mm-hmm. So stuffed a bunch of cotton batting in there. All set. There you go. Yeah, I, I cut open a, a stuffed animal at one point to use the <laughs> stuffing to fill in the gap. Yeah, oh, great. to fill in the gap. I thought maybe it was like a sex thing. Mm. I mean, cutting it open would be a pretty weird sex thing. Yeah. Yes, it would. You're right. That's why I thought uh, that joke would be funny. Get it? <laughs> I'm just depressed now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, anyway, Matt, what did you do this week? So... Uh, as I alluded to earlier, this week I won the New Egg Shuffle, you guys. Yay! Oh, cool. Is that a type of football dance? <laughs> uh, <laughs> New Egg Shuffle. New Egg is a computer components website that's, as far as I know, the only one that isn't evil. So that's where I order stuff from. <laughs> um, and they, so as you guys know, I'm sure, video cards, the, the latest generation of video cards have been unbelievably difficult to attain because of the microchip shortage and uh, Bitcoin mining using Mm -hmm. up all the video cards. So Newegg has done this thing where they release like a hundred a day and you have to put your name into a raffle. Uh, And I entered over 80 times (laughs) every day for 80 days in a row. uh, And I eventually got one. So I have my computer is now running a uh, 3060 Ti graphics card. Nice. Yep. So it's only a slightly more powerful graphics card than the one I had before, but the new RTX chipset is way more efficient than the old one. So even though it has about the same power level, uh, the new one can run much faster and smoother. So that's very nice. Nice. Yeah. So, um, any questions about graphics cards? <laughs> no. <laughs> oh no, Jeff was the one who needed to have questions, because yeah. I really don't know much <laughs> about them, except that they're scarce right now. Yep. Um, uh, is, have we hit a point where, like, the graphics card is not that important, uh, like, to... Oh no, I guess ray tracing, so now that's, like, the new, the new, uh, what do you call it, um, plateau. Like, you have to get up to ray tracing, and then the graphics cards are all, uh sort of around the same level of power. Yeah, I will say, like, you know, especially my motherboard supports, I think I have, like, 124 gigs of RAM (laughs) because I'm insane and I want to overpower my computer. Uh, So I've got 
infinite functionally infinite ram and uh an i7 processor coffee lake that allows for uh the processor to do enough work that it's never working very hard um yeah. and so <clears throat> as a result grinding noise yeah i mean my fans almost never turn on in my computer because nothing has to work that hard to do any of the stuff that i do nice uh, so this is why you thought cyberpunk was a decent game because your computer is so super powerful that it just runs it normal Yes, I suppose, although the only problem was my old graphics card couldn't run mm. Cyberpunk very well, mm. so I actually, the first thing I did when I got my new graphics card installed was opened Cyberpunk, and I was like, I'm gonna try this again and see if it looks better, and I think it did, but it almost immediately crashed because it's like, oh, you have like eight gigabytes of updates you need to download before you can play this game Uh-oh. because you haven't played it since last December. So I'm amazed <laughs> that they, they the thing did that many updates. <laughs> yep. Did they fix the thing where sometimes your character, <laughs> their dick might be out of their clothes? <laughs> That's the funniest thing. <laughs> That game I don't know. My life. Oh my god! <laughs> uh, I, I always play as female main characters in games because I think female voice actors are more interesting than male voice actors. Sure. Uh, so I never had that problem, but I hope they didn't fix it. How how granular does the gender selection get? Because um, I know uh, there's some like uh, it does it. You can't choose the voice you get, but you can choose like other gender things, and some of those determine the voice. I think you can choose the voice. Okay. Um, mm, when you're on the train on the way to your town and they <laughs> ask you like what your favorite food is, you gotta mm-hmm. pick the right choice to yep. make sure you get the voice you want. Um, yep. I know The Sims is generally agreed upon to have the best character creation in terms of gender inclusivity because you can choose uh, what is your Sims gender? What uh, like what pronouns will your Sim be referred to by? What does their voice sound like? Uh, what do they look like? Do they have facial hair? And can they become pregnant or make others pregnant? And like all of these are independent variables, <laughs> and that's, that's pretty good. Yeah, it's very cool. Uh, but I, well, the Sims is fucked up, and anyone can become pregnant from an alien in that game. Yeah, or well, probably that's probably how real death. life works too. <laughs> Yeah, if you think about it, anyone can become pregnant from an alien. We don't know how alien dicks work. Yeah, sure. Um, <laughs> what that alien dick do says my shirt that I got on the boardwalk. <laughs> that seems like something you'd get on the boardwalk, right? It's got a cartoon of a duck screaming on it. <laughs> That's all I remember about boardwalk shirts, is they all have a screaming duck on them. Yeah. <laughs> uh, um... I, I think the problem is, I think you're right that that is a good level of gender inclusivity, but for a game like Cyberpunk that is, at least in theory, trying to tell a story about the main character, it becomes exponentially harder when there are so many different things about that character that can be different. Yeah, I think that's a character creation issue in general, because, like... Yeah. What, yeah. They have to be, like, a blank slate if you're going to let them be a blank slate, it, right? Yeah. Uh, I, I know Skyrim ran into this issue a lot because you're the Dragonborn, which is a legendary figure for one of the races, like, uh, lore... But if you if you're not playing as that, it's like weird that the dragonborn would be like a cat person. Like, why would yeah. they wouldn't be? They're a legendary figure from the like Norse people in Skyrim. Mm, but so much of mythology is about the outsider coming in and changing things. You see, that's just mm, Superman true. and Goku. Yeah, those are the the most. Potter. Those are the modern day myths. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah. Wait, Harry, hold on. Was Harry Potter a joke, or did you consider him an outsider? Yeah, he's an outsider. He's the, he was raised by muggles. He doesn't know anything about their culture. Her, yeah. Hermione was also raised by muggles. Yeah, but nobody cares about her, because she's And a she somehow does know everything about their culture. <laughs> yeah. yeah, she does. <clears throat> because, according to J.K. Rowling, you can understand a culture completely just by reading about it in books, because J.K. Rowling is a bad person. Yeah, that's true. Um, what are we doing on this show? Uh, I guess we're done with talking about my thing, which is fine. Um, we don't have to be. You can keep talking about your uh, no, video no. games I mean, or I... whatever. We all love it. <laughs> yeah, Jeff is definitely listening. Yeah. <laughs> um, I just want to say that uh, it's pretty wild how much graphics cards are selling for these days, and so yeah. I'm very happy I got mine for a price that is actually the manufacturer's 
recommended price and not marked up to infinity. Do you think there's a chance that... What do you think is going to happen first? That the market levels out for some reason and they're able to meet demand, so it's just it just becomes a normal product again? Or there's going to be some kind of technological leap that means people don't need graphics cards anymore? Which do you think is going to happen first? I think graphics cards are going to be needed forever. I think that graphics cards are a very smart way to change the architecture of computers so that no one piece has to carry all of the load. I mean, you're basically adding a second brain to your computer. Yeah, um, but it might not I, take the form we know now. Like, we probably can't even conceive of what it would be in the future. That's true. And I mean, honestly, if if we're getting into, like, futurism stuff, yeah. I think that eventually computers will have, like, eight or nine different processors that each do different things so that your computer can... Uh, operate on multiple levels at once without affecting performance of the other things. Yeah. The only problem then is getting the data throughput to be high enough that the different brains can talk to each other in a reasonable way. Yes. One of the things that was being discussed, and I think they maybe made some early ones of it, was a physics processor uh, mm. for processing, you know, simulated physics in a in a software environment. Um mm-hmm. But, 3D printing a bunch of little cubes. Yeah, maybe. Uh, it seems to have <laughs> <For> your Minecraft. <laughs> it seems to have seems to have gone away in favor of like, oh, actually, we need graphics cards to be more powerful so we can make bitcoins and trace rays. Yeah. Uh, Were you going somewhere, Jeff? Or? No, it was just like I, I, I also would like to see that sort of splitting off, but it seems like that that tried to happen once, and everyone's like, it's too complicated to write software for this. Never mind. Bye. Yeah, I, I think that someday in the next five years or so, uh, some company that makes gaming uh, consoles will probably make one that has four different processors, and at that point, uh, that are each dedicated to one thing, uh, and at that point, I think computers will make the change. Yeah, there's going to be... Because the, th- the thing is that so many computer enhancements come from game consoles because, as Jeff says, it's very hard to develop software for a new architecture, but somebody like Nintendo can be like, well, do it, or else, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> like, you can't develop for the old thing. We're not supporting that anymore, so you have to. Yeah. If you want to have a Nintendo game... You have to develop for this dumbass touchscreen iPad that is connected to the Wii for some reason. But sometimes it doesn't work, like when the dumbass uh, iPad touchscreen connected to a Wii was the thing that they asked people to make stuff for. Yes. (laughs) I mean, it did kind of work in that there were some okay games for it, and... Uh, it, I think, led to, like, second screen technology being more prolific in the world. <clears throat> but anyway. Uh, okay, so here's what we do on this show, is we go to WikiHow, and we go to the suggested article section and put a random word in the suggestions uh, bar to find all of the questions people have been asking about that word. And today's random word is carpet. Yay! <clears throat> so... <laughs> it's not um, that exciting, but you know. Yeah, it's fine. Carpet is a good concrete one. I will say, no, it's a uh, carpet one. Con- there you is put it over over yeah. top of concrete. Yeah, that's one of the questions. <laughs> uh, I will say that when I first en- loaded the random word generator page, the word that came up was racism, but I Uh-oh. don't think that counts. Because I hadn't clicked the button yet, so yeah. that's how we got the carpet. Instead. We we can't uh, determine how to racism. I think that would be inappropriate. Yeah, I don't think that we will. Uh, honestly, uh, being completely uh, honest with our audience, if I ever get one that is go- that I know is going to be problematic and get at least one of us canceled, I will re-roll it. Mm. Oh man, we're about to hear Louisa's really spicy carpet takes. Well. <laughs> Don't Before... put something spicy on your carpet. You're going to be in a world of hurt. Oh now. my god, that is uh, ableist. <laughs> uh, I picked one. It is, though, right? <laughs> <laughs> that you shouldn't put something spicy on your carpet? Yeah, I stand yeah, yeah. by it. How dare you? Oh my god. Uh, are, we, are we using 
Wait, <laughs> I, this is important. Are we using the word carpet as a, a euphemism no. for your uh, pubic bush? Absol- absolutely <laughs> not. No, you're canceled for saying pubic. God damn it. <laughs> Yeah, That's we're under fair. The it's a fair cop. <laughs> I'll go to jail. I can't believe you sexualized our podcast. It's underage. <laughs> oh, man. Let's stop talking to Jeff. Matt, what do you think about this topic? <laughs> Pick one. Uh, I do think it's funny that right before we started recording, Louisa was talking at length about her plans of making a dollhouse. And the well, very... uh, I don't want people asking me about a dollhouse. I'm not making a dollhouse. I'm making some okay. little dollhouse-sized dioramas. Yep. That's fine. I don't care. <laughs> well, uh, but people will be like, oh, you're making a dollhouse? Like, that's what's going to stick in everyone's mind forever. <laughs> All right, so Louisa's not making a dollhouse. Yeah. But if she was making a dollhouse, wink, mm-hmm. then one of the questions here is how to carpet a dollhouse. Mm. That's super easy. Just get some carpet samples. <laughs> exactly. Steal some carpet samples. Oh, no, mm. but then... Hmm. I disagree, because if you're getting Uh carpet samples, the carpet fibers are still, like, from a full-size carpet. Oh, yeah. Wait, Jeff, you disagree with the joke that I made? Yeah. Uh Uh-huh. You have to get Uh special, smaller-scaled-down dollhouse carpet. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Actually, what you do have to get is that really cheap velvet that isn't real velvet. It's just, like, flocked fabric. Oh, yes. Or just get a flocking gun, and then you can make it whatever color you want. You can make Santa's workshop. Yep. Could you just use sandpaper? As Mm, as the carpet? No one asks any questions. Sure, why not? I think you could use sandpaper as the stucco walls in your dollhouse. Mmm. Yeah, you can cut sandpaper into, like, little roof shingles, because roof shingles are all weird. Oh, yeah. Okay. That's actually a good idea. Yeah, I like that. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Here's a good idea for if you're trying to carpet a dollhouse. What you do is you lay down, like, tissue paper in the room and press it into all the corners, and then when you pull it up and you cut that shape and then uh, try it again in the room, you know you have an exact shape of the room. And then you cut that shape out in velvet or whatever? Yes. Okay, that's the step I wasn't sure. I thought you were saying, stick tissue paper to the floor, and then when you pull it up, it'll look like carpet somehow. Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> Give it a try. I'll never tell. Uh, <laughs> how to carpet a John boat. Who's John? Yeah, what is what does that mean? a John boat? Yeah, good question. I, is I that like, like a boat that hires sex workers? Oh, no. Um, No. I like that the first one on here was how to carpet a boat, because that sounds ridiculous. It's a terrible idea. <laughs> it is a flat-bottomed aluminum boat. Wait, oh, is it a boat that owns Garfield? I wasn't done making jokes about Oh, okay, about sorry. John. Yes, never mind. I didn't say what it is. Just go on. Uh, John's spelled wrong. I'm going to be a pedant about this, and your joke John is, is canceled. John is spelled wrong in uh, the case of what a John boat is. John boat is spelled J-O-N boat. Mm, now, now history has proven I was the right one. No, I, oh, no. I'm proving that both of you are wrong. <laughs> so uh, is a John boat very small? Because that sounds fucking insane to carpet. It does it, not right? look like one that you would want to carpet. <laughs> God, I could see Do they maybe carpet the outside. Oh, absolutely <laughs> <Is it> not. <laughs> then frogs are going to be able to crawl into your boat. You don't want that. Why does my boat keep sinking? <laughs> Maybe astroturf or moss would be appropriate to carpet the floor of your John boat. Could you just make your John boat look like a big rock? Mmm, that's clever. Mm. Yeah. For some reason, you're gonna hmm. avoid the coast guard. <laughs> yeah, this is just if a you're rock. Smuggling. I don't, I don't need a license for it. <laughs> yeah. I'm smuggling whiskey into America, and the Coast Guard stopped me to just be like, they sell whiskey in America already. Yeah, not this like, whiskey, I'm, though. It's got poison in it. I'm merely a humble mermaid living on this rock. Yeah. You don't need don't, to have anything to do with me. The Coast Guard's not nearly horny enough to fall for that these days. <laughs> no. The Merchant Marine, however. Mm, yeah, they're super horny. We all know. Yeah. Yep. Well, yeah, we definitely all know what the Merchant Marine is. Popeye was a merchant marine, and he was very horny, wasn't he? Yes, he. I. He's our first, uh, our first wife guy in fiction. That's not true. Were they? I I don't know if they were married, but he's absolutely a wife guy for olive oil. Yeah. What about Mister Darcy? (laughs) (laughs) Damn, damn, you got me beat. (laughs) 
about life, guys. We've done it like every episode. <laughs> okay, Popeye's a himbo. Uh, <laughs> yes. Yeah. So is Bluto. They're, they're perfect together. Uh, no, Bluto's not nice. Himbos have to be nice. I don't think they have to be nice. No, that's part of it, I've heard. Bluto's a power bottle, probably, <laughs> right? <laughs> Christ. Uh, I get. I sincerely get Bluto and Peg like Pete confused, but one's a person and one's a dog, right? Uh, I who are, who's Peg, Peg like Pete in this scenario? Uh, Big Pete from Goof Troop and uh, uh, yeah, Mickey. he's not Peg like Pete though. He's, he doesn't have a he's Peg like occasionally. Yeah, yeah his, he? his original name was Peg like Pete. Uh, I, I think in in uh, yeah, what's it called in like Steamboat Willie. Yeah, he's got a peg yeah. leg in some of these old ones. Because he's like a boat pirate, right? <laughs> Back when a, a river boat pirate. <laughs> yeah, uh-huh. exactly. He's into river piracy. Yeah, I I think that these are basically the same guy. Pete is Bluto's persona. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I see on the official page, peg leg Pete. It says, but then the picture of him doesn't have a peg leg. How to carpet a bathroom? Why do people why want to all the things you shouldn't carpet? Yeah. I didn't know when I was uh, young, it did. It hadn't occurred to me how gross it was that there's those, like, toilet covers that are made of sort of, like, <sighs> shaggy carpet. God. <laughs> yes. That's the that worst! my body to think about. Yeah. And then, like, the, the like, pleather-cushioned toilet seat that you can get. <laughs> those ones seem like they might be... <laughs> Like, uh, you know, hypoallergenic or whatever. No. We were talking about those the other day when we were talking about toilets and Jeff got so disgusted. It's gonna... Ab- <laughs> just made vomiting noises. Ugh, it's gonna do... N- it's just gonna absorb all of the fart juices from the air into the... Underneath the foam... Into the foam part. <laughs> what are you saying? It sucks. Uh, I mean, it definitely sucks. The thing is... Your butt doesn't want to touch squishy things unless there's some like layers between them. Unless there, right? it's the front of a lover. Oh. Mm, no. Mm. I'm gonna say no to Jeff on this one. Yellow card, Jeff. Uh, yeah. Okay. I mean it's true, but the way I said it was no, gross. She means she wants you to karaoke some yellow card songs. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh there's a spot Atlantic off Ocean Avenue. Avenue. Ocean Avenue, that's the one. Atlantic, Atlantic Avenue is the from Yeah. <laughs> Uh, this is my emo band. We only sing board game songs. Uh, this you is, can totally this see is... an emo band called Uncle Pennybags, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, that's and a ska band so- for sure. This is our song called Lord Licorice. One, two, three, four. <laughs> uh. Speaking of odors, how to eliminate carpet odor? You can't. You literally cannot. Change There's the nothing that actually works that people won't come into your ass and go, huh, somebody smoked in here, right? That will literally never happen. Yeah. You have to replace the carpet. Smells like hamsters in here, they'll say. <laughs> You've never owned a hamster, but the people who lived here before you did. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. And you do shit in cedar chips every day. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, yeah. That well, that's just hygienic, help. so you don't have to touch your uh, foam <laughs> toilet seat cover. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Which you refuse to remove. <laughs> <laughs> it's gotten stuck to the carpet and lid cover. It's vintage, Jeff. <laughs> oh God. Um, I mean, it depends on the odor, though, right? Like sometimes, if your carpet just smells like, I don't know, like damp or whatever, you can yeah. you can carpet shampoo that right out. I don't know if you can. Don't you just have to dehumidify the air enough to kill it? That's part of it, but like you know, if there's like a leak and it, the carpet gets wet and then dries and it has kind of a smell, I've. I've been able to carpet shampoo that out before. It's not a big deal. Have you? Here's the thing. It's hard to smell anything in your own home, really, Mm because you're used to it. So would someone else come into the room and be like, this carpet has never been mildewed? Or would they know? I think if they said that, that would be a giveaway that they are (laughs) suspecting it was mildewed at one point. That's what I'm saying. (laughs) (laughs) No, I... They wouldn't... They wouldn't make carpet shampooers if they didn't do something. (laughs) I mean, they do make your carpet look nice and clean. Uh, They do make it different. That's true. That is true. I think normal cleaning, yes. I think, like, odors, that's a tough one. I will say, if the odor is uh, cat or dog pee, you can buy an enzyme spray that will fully eliminate that smell from anything. 
Mm. Could you just make your cat or dog drink that stuff and then their pee will never smell bad again? Neutralize uh, it right up. Yes, technically, because they would die. Uh, oh, well. <laughs> La di da. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> no, I mean, you you found a loophole. <laughs> uh, this I our... clean candle wax from your carpet when you're lighting all those candles like we were talking about earlier mm. with mosquitoes in them. And the answer is... You can't. There's no way to do that. Yeah. What are you talking about? You just have to pick at it and scrape at it for years and years and years. You can't heat it up, because that carpet is almost definitely some kind of plastic fibers. Yes, exactly. Oh, yeah. I guess so, but... Hmm. Yeah. You're thinking, like, like, iron it with an iron and a bunch yeah. of paper towels? Yes, I am thinking that. You're right. But I don't know if that's a good idea or not. It depends Here's on the type of carpet, do. I think. I- I don't know if this would work, but I would lay a paper do- paper towel down on top of the wax and then get an iron and put it on its lowest heat setting. And then once it's heated up, just run it over the paper towel on the, the carpet. Yeah. And then hopefully the paper towel will absorb some of the wax. And you'll probably have to do that like 10 times, but I bet that would work. Maybe. Hmm. It would, uh, if that doesn't work, then lay a paper towel down over the wax and then just leave it there. Yeah, just glue some tissue paper over it. Yeah, flock that wax so you can't Mm -hmm. even tell with your flocking gun. Yep. Well, how to carpet a subwoofer. Jeff, are you trying to end the episode? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, no. (laughs) Not anymore. Uh, How to carpet a subwoofer box. Is that for, like, in your car or in your home theater? It makes me think of those, like, vans that have carpeting in the the cargo Uh, chamber. Do we think that there's a sound benefit to carpeting the box, or they just wanted to blend in with something? That's a great point. Maybe, yeah, maybe that carpeting, like, deadens the leakage of sound out of the sides of the subwoofer, so it only comes out the front or whatever. Uh That would make more sense to me than trying to make it look nice with carpet on it, because I don't think that's going to help. I I think that if you covered in, like, orange shag carpeting, that could be (laughs) cool for a certain aesthetic. Uh, That's true. I know in our home theater when I was growing up, uh, and by home theater I mean our living room that we put (laughs) surround sound speakers in to hook up to our DVD player, uh, (laughs) we, my dad would, uh, like, subwoofers were not commonly available as just, like, a box you could plug into stuff. You could buy the speaker and wire it up yourself in your own box, uh, but you would have to put it in, like, the inside of the coffee table with a lot of foam surrounding it, so it would kind of make that, uh, sort of directionless bass rumble, uh, when it, the way it needed to. So... So when the T-Rex makes the water shake in Jurassic Park, it also makes the water shake on your coffee yep. table? Mm. We would uh, The two yeah. movies we would yeah. use to test our surround sound were The Lost World Jurassic Park and The Blues <laughs> Brothers, both of which mm. have very good surround sound stuff. Have, both of which have T-Rex chase scenes, if you mm-hmm. consider uh, Jim Belushi to be a T-Rex. Yeah, if you consider the he police to be arms, a T-Rex, right? which I do. Well, I didn't say who was being chased, Jeff. I the see. T-Rex is doing the chasing in one and being chased in the other. <laughs> Why would you carpet a patio? Oh, shit. Stop it. Uh, just because stop you're an it. old person. Yeah. All of this talk about carpeting things that shouldn't be carpeted, it just makes yeah. me think of the uh, retirement community that I used to visit my grandparents in that they like lived in. Yeah. Not like, a, not like a retirement home, just like a neighborhood where only old people were allowed to live. Yeah. Like where the Golden Girls lived. There's sure. so many. There's so many of those in South Jersey. It's crazy. Yeah, this one was in Tom's River, New Jersey. Yeah. So, <laughs> uh, the thing you need to do then is just wear rubber-soled shoes. That's going to help you on your patio or your bathroom or wherever you think you're going to slip and fall. Don't like carpet. I know that I know they make. I know they make outdoor carpet. Like I know that that is a thing, but uh, I yeah. can't imagine why you would want it. Yeah, it's always bad. Yeah. It's like, do you guys ever watch Flea Market Flip? No. I've never heard of do it. Do you know of the concept of it? No. Nope. I can guess okay. the concept based on the name, but I've never heard of the show. <laughs> uh, it is a show hosted by that woman, Lara Spencer, who is sometimes on Good Morning America and teaches people how to, like, make their furniture look nicer in their house or whatever. Anyway, it's very funny because she has a some kind of Midwestern accent, and it only comes out when she says Flea Market Flap. <laughs> Instead of flea market flip, which I find hilarious. Anyway, um, but it's always like, you know, older 
like middle class white people are always the contestants and the the contest is they go to a flea market you have to buy three things fix it up and then try to sell it for a profit and the person who makes the most profit wins a hundred percent of the time at least one of the teams buys a beautiful old wooden piece of furniture that maybe the like the varnish is flaking off of or whatever and instead of just refinishing it and selling it they're like "Ooh, you know what people like i'm gonna paint this white mm-hmm. or like "Ooh, i'm gonna paint the inside orange to be a pop of color in your house and like people do buy it because no one has good taste but fuck man if you're painting house paint over like mahogany wood you should know you're fucking up yeah I was afraid you were going to say they carpet <laughs> furniture. <laughs> I mean, they probably do sometimes. Oh, or they'll be like, oh, look at this beautiful old bench. We're going to cut out all the wood and turn it into a bar cart. They turn fucking everything into a bar cart on this show. It's so annoying. Yeah. And then they always sell it at a Brooklyn flea market, so they're always like, okay, well, what would hipsters want? So I guess this is Jeff's fault. Hey, <laughs> I live in Queens. Yeah, but, you know, you're a hipster. He's got you there. I'm not hip. The end. Well, the end. <laughs> <laughs> Are hipsters hip? Is that what the hip and hipster is for? They're, I think it's awesome. people who want to be hip. Yeah, that's true. I absolutely have no desire to be hip or cool, as demonstrated by the fact that I wore a life-saving bicycle helmet on my scooter for a year, <laughs> and then uh, felt very vindicated when I crashed, much like a child who follows the rules and then sees someone else get in trouble. <laughs> Uh, do you yeah. want to be? Do you want to be hep, though? Mm. Uh, uh, maybe I might want to be a hep cat. Yeah, yeah. Am I a beret? No, uh, no I do want what the little it, round what about glasses. A pompadour? Mm. What if Jeff got a pompadour? With I want one of those anime mm. tough guy pompadours. Yes. Now it's not cool. Where, no, it's extra. It's cool It's like a now. huge bouncy dongus coming off the front of the head. I love it. <laughs> oh, I hate this. Look, why bother wearing wigs if you can't make, it, like, impossible hair be your whole thing? Uh, have you ever seen someone in, like, a live-action Japanese TV show having that haircut? Because it's really cool. Yes, uh, we all I... watched Power Rangers, Jeff. <laughs> Wait, what? I've seen it. I've seen it for Japanese street fashion, where they pretend to be, like, rebel without a cause, but, like, turn up to insane degrees, and it always looks so fucking stupid and terrible. Uh, yeah, I should have said Talking Heads music videos. That's what I should have said. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Power Rangers. I didn't. Uh, I mean, I don't get the Talking Heads one either. But I feel like on Power Rangers there were villains that sometimes would just be like a greaser, a fifties yeah. guy. Yeah. Yes. Uh, yeah, I forgot because all of the action footage was taken right from the Japanese version. Yeah. Uh, Power Rangers Greaser Monster. Let's see if we can find him. <laughs> You're just going to see pictures of Ivan Ooze. <laughs> no, Ooze and Grease are different. Uh, I just meant because of the heuristics, because I know that yeah. you, in your private time, Jeff, you're always looking at pictures of Ivan Ooze. Only in, in, only in incognito <laughs> mode. <laughs> only in a sexual way. <laughs> yeah. I look up Ivan Ooze sexual way in incognito mode. Oh, God. <laughs> That's the name of his spoken word album. <laughs> oh, God. Isn't that, that's uh, the friggin' bad guy from Indiana Jones, right? That's uh, ba- Bal... Ba- ba- Balak? Balak, yeah. Yeah. Bulbasaur. <laughs> yeah, it was Bulbasaur from Indiana Jones. Uh, there's a Frankenstein in Power Rangers, just a guy dressed in like a maybe seven, he, 1970s at best style Frankenstein Halloween costume. Was he a hero or a villain? A villain, this is important. of course. Well, what the fuck? Did you even read the book, Power Rangers? Uh, Frankenstein's monster does kill a lot of people. Only accidentally, and it's not his fault, and he feels bad about it afterwards. Does he? He gets pretty angry about the whole wife situation. He's like, I'm gonna kill your fiancé on purpose. Yeah, listen, he has every right to want to kill Dr. Frankenstein and his family. And his family, family, I don't buy. (laughs) Uh, Frankenstein's monster is the antithesis to the wife guy. 
Yeah, Ooh. and no one's allowed well, to have a white guy. <laughs> no, but, but he wants. He, he does get a bride Ooh. canonically. He's he's like a, and he's very into that bride. He's he's like the the curdled, uh, wretched final form of the wife guy who is wronged. Yeah, he's like the <laughs> Waluigi of the wife guy. <laughs> Walla wife guy. Yeah. <laughs> we're just we've devolved into nonsense at this point. Uh, so I guess that means that the that's the end of our episode. Thank God. Alright. Uh so I hope you guys liked it. If you did, please rate and review us on iTunes and tell your friends about the show. And if you want to get in touch with us, you can find us on Twitter at HackTheNetPod, or you can join our Discord by sending us a message on Mastodon. I'm at Matt Heron at Mastodon.online. All of my information is up on weaponizedlanguage.com on the post for this episode and all of the other episodes. All right, you can find me on Mastodon at Louisa at Mastodon.xyz. All right, gang, thanks for listening. Please come back next week. In the meantime, don't forget that we are your net nannies. Keep your pockets on Shrek. Eat your donuts! <laughs>